ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh welcome to the uh the drowning fish podcast. Today we're going to talk a little bit about everything. What's been going on? What has happened? And what's going to happen? Today I have a uh a series of of uh stories I want to read you guys and a couple of couple of true crime uh stories here but I know I haven't made a really uh, I haven't really made a uh how should I say this I haven't made a episode with me and myself and I um you know we're doing what we can we're doing what we can uh anyhow the first thing i want to say is uh <clears throat> i want to talk a little bit about um let's talk about let's talk about uh the the poop you ever see those massive pile of leaves on the side of the road and you just want to drive right through them. Well, the other day I was I was driving and I ran over a pile of leaves on the side of the road. And now I am having to hide a body of a six-year-old boy. Um, so I wish that somebody would have told me that that's where they play. Uh, I was kind of in the unknown. Um, so now, yeah, I mean, now I have to kind of face the consequences and hide this body and there's not not really too many places to hide them nowadays you know can't really can't really put them in the bushes anymore because dogs and can't really throw it in the river because people that like to fish thinking about maybe melting melting the guy like Dahmer did but speaking of Dahmer I don't know if we've talked about Dahmer that was a pretty fucked up series um, I've, I had nightmares for, I'd say maybe three or four days after watching that. The, uh, the acting was great. The, 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 the story was absolutely brutal. I couldn't sleep for four days. Um, but yeah, man, uh, when I grow up, I want to be a crisis actor. And speaking of crisis actor, Alex Jones is said to pay almost a billion dollars. I don't know about you guys, but. Alex Jones doesn't seem like the type of guy to almost have a billion dollars. I'm sure I'm sure he's rich. I'm sure he's doing well for himself, but you know, I don't think that the guy has a billion dollars. And and honestly, if if the families are suing for all the trauma that he has put them through and basically Alex Jones fans going to their houses and calling them crisis actors and like pointing in their face, you know, um, then we should do the same with all these true crime uh, podcasts and documentaries that we watch. Like there's so many out there and all these people, uh, telling these stories are bringing up trauma from the past or bringing up the families. And I understand that sometimes they change the names and they change like little details here and there. But for the most part, you know, if a family goes through a, a setting like that, you know, they're bringing up the trauma. I just don't think that I don't think that Alex Jones should have to pay that much money. And honestly, if I was Alex Jones and I had to pay that much money, 
I would just uh, Jeffrey Epstein myself into oblivion and you wouldn't hear of me ever again. I'd be like John McAfee. You just, I'd be on a boat uh, going from island to island. I think it's bullshit, man. You know, I'm a, I'm not a big like Alex Jones fan. I'm not like his biggest supporter, but I do support uh, free speech. Spe- uh, speaking of uh, free speech, Kanye West goes fucking south, dude. Like this guy seriously needs to get a mental evaluation. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I think Ale- I think Kanye West and Alex Jones are two of the same. Um, they're both kind of spewing their own propaganda, and they all, at the end of the day, like these guys. They know what they're doing, and for the most part, Alex Jones, you know, he he has said some shit in the past that has came out to be true. I would say a lot of it is true and a lot of it isn't true, but what what he has said and is crazy and absurd, and you're like, that's no way that's true, comes out to be true, you kind of start to question everything he says, you know, you kind of start to question, well, maybe, you know, maybe these, maybe maybe they are crisis actors, who knows, man. All I'm saying is there's been so many, so many shootings, so much, like so much trauma in the past and they're targeting Alex Jones for a reason. Like, I don't know, man, if you're listening to this and you're triggered, bro, go on and sue me. I don't have anything except a camera and a microphone. Uh, so you're gonna have to do better than that, bro. You're gonna have to find a new podcast to sue, bro. Cause I don't have nothing. Kanye West goes South, man. And, I'd I'd hate to see it, man, because he really is a talented artist, and uh, you know he, I uh, I I don't know, man. He is a obviously he's one of the greatest uh, artists ever in the world, um, especially with his music, especially with how much uh, shit he had to put up to trying to get his music out there because nobody sounded like Kanye West when Kanye West came out, but. You know, with him and his in his platform and his shoes and him married married to uh the Illuminati and stuff like that, like I'm sure that takes a toll on you, but at the end of the day, man, Alex uh not Alex, Kanye West needs to get some help. I think I think a lot of people in that sphere need to get a lot of help. I think uh I think that Kanye West really needs to tone it down a little bit before something tragic happens to him. And I'm not like making a threat, I'm just kinda looking out for the guy. And he's an African-American, so who knows, man. The CIA might whack him just like they did MLK. Hey, but I'm not here to start anything, you know. I'm just here to kind of get uh, the blood flowing in people, trying to get people talking, trying to get people moving. Um, because we're, we're, not on, we're not a comedy podcast anymore, guys. We're, we're transitioning to a militia. I'm trying to start a militia so we can start a movement and we can take care of these bastards, these bastards that corner us into capitalism and, in the society that we're in right now, we're going to do it guys. Me and you, me and you listening. We're going to fucking, we're going to get these guys. We're going to get these bastards. You ever see a white woman jogging at like 6am and you get the sudden urge to violently get into the best shape of your life. Well, today you can guys, because I am selling the drowning fish headbands and uh, they are a limited, limited, uh, supply. Uh, I only got one and it's been used not by me. Found it at Goodwill. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna 
It doesn't even say the Drowning Fish podcast. It just says uh, and one or something like that. And uh, it has a basketball on it. And it's pretty sweaty. It stinks. I'm not going to lie. But it's still pretty neat. Um, so if you guys want to buy, if anybody wants to buy it, it's going to go for $300. Um, $2 of that is going to go to the homeless society here in town. And uh, the rest is going to go to obviously me because I am the one funding the operation. So if you guys want to see homeless people uh, strive and succeed in this world, you better buy this fucking headband because you're missing out. And if you don't, it's all right, man. It's I've been there, you know. I don't have, I don't have thousands and millions of dollars either. But if if one if my favorite podcaster was selling a three hundred dollar headband, sweaty headband, I would have already bought it before you know the he would have. Before he would have even finished the sentence, um, you know, if if any of these guys would have, if any of my favorite podcasters would have, uh, any anything anything that they sell, anything it could be their fucking pen that they use to write this shit, it could be um, their cell phone case, it could be their uh, their last year's prescriptions. I'll take it. I'll take it all. You know, I was uh, I was at Chick Fil A. I was at the. <coughs> this is gonna be a short episode. I could already tell. Um. Yeah, I was at the Chick Fil A drive-through the other day. I was uh patient patiently waiting for my Jesus Christ of a sandwich, and it was a nice day out. So, I had my windows down, and in front of me was a a beautiful, brand spanking new. Right off the lot, still had a window sticker on it. Uh, Ford F one fifty. Uh, I then see an employee walking towards the truck, uh, with the food in hand. And the employee says, "Nice truck." And uh, the truck driver he slowly starts to creep up a little bit, and uh, yells out the window, eighty thousand dollars. I followed him. Uh, I followed him where I simply performed a uh, simple home invasion. And for $80,000, for an $80,000 truck, this guy had the worst home security system I've ever witnessed. Anyhow, I tied him to a chair where I violently took his wife and two children's life away before his eyes. What a weird response, I tell him. $80,000. He whimpered and he cried, but honestly, I didn't give a fuck. I don't have emotion for these types of people. I taped him up into a mummy and he could hardly breathe. The only parts on his body I didn't use duct tape was the nose area. I dragged him into his garage and threw him into the back of the truck, turned it on and let him simmer in his glory of a toy, a gas burning toy. A toy. A pleasure that fades away every year. A capitalistic fuck who joined the rest to buy an ozone-killing machine. He died shortly after. He had an allergic reaction to the duct tape, and uh, he didn't die the way that I wanted him to, you know, carbon monoxide poisoning, but he's still dead. And, uh... Uh, there's not much you can do, man. There's no, I mean, he's not going to be, 
sorry, Chick-fil-A for taking one of your valued customers and, but I can promise you, you're not missing much. And this guy was a total tool bag. He had the worst home security system in the world. Nice truck, nice family. You know, he could have had a better, better home security system. I put that to the test and obviously it failed because I was inside within 30 seconds. And, uh, I was also inside his wife for 30 seconds, uh, until I finished, but Hey, lighten up. It's Halloween. I just took some pictures and left, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see what I got in my notes here. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to talk about this because I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. It's something that really just gets on my last nerve. Really, really irritates me. You know how some people can't listen to like the chalkboard screeching or, or when, when you're eating food and the fork, it touches your teeth and it makes that grind noise or glass on concrete or concrete on glass noise or like scratching noises. Like people can't deal with that. You know, you know what I can't deal with people that don't use their turning signals when they are, when they're turning, you know, those, uh, those are the worst types of humans to roam this earth. They are worse than murderers, rapists, warmongers, terrorists, your local politicians and presidential candidates. They walk on the road to perdition and they will not be forgiven for their sins. Honestly, man, every day I drive, every day I'm driving, I see these people and they just never turn their, it should be an option at this point. You know, car, the car industry should make this an option because people aren't using them anymore. You know, they, they'll just turn without letting people know where they're going. And it it really irritates me because I, I want to, I seriously, I want one day if I'm on the news for, I don't know, uh, manslaughter, It'll be because somebody didn't turn, didn't use their fucking turning signals. And it's really getting on my last nerve. It's something that really, it irritates me. It's worse than, it's worse than, uh, anything in this world I can think of. Honestly, I don't, I don't think there's anything worse in this world than people that don't use their turning signals. I mean, I said it, dude, I, I, they're worse than murderers, rapists, warmongers, terrorists, politicians. They're worse than all the, than all them pedophiles all of them just can't stand them they're the worst types of people anyhow we're gonna keep uh we're gonna keep it going because uh i really lost touch in uh, with reality and uh you know i i had a lot of friends i had of I had a lot of friends that, uh, that used to stay here in my house and I started taking my medication. I don't, you know, I can't see, I don't know where they're at anymore. And I wish that, I wish that they were still around because they would comfort me. They would tell me things. And at the end of the day, you know, I just wish that I could see them again. I'll do anything. I'll, I'll stop taking my meds. I'll, I'll do anything to see them. 
Let's see. I was thinking what were some of the worst ways to die? Um, we could die easily in our sleep peacefully, or we could die in a war or shell shock of events loudly and violently. I think that the worst way to die for me, at least would be in a hospital. The hospital is the last place you go before death. The hospital is the final straw. You broke the camel's back. Enough has surpassed. You are in grave danger. Dying in a hospital would be a level of hell on its own. It would be the 10th circle of hell. If you're an, if you're an educated fellow, you understand. If not, then go, go do some reading and then get back to me. And behind me on the TV, if you're watching this video, is uh, The Passion of the Christ, uh, Mel Gibson film. <clears throat> and I remember the first time I watched this movie, I, I wasn't really moved or touched or anything. I was just kind of, I was kind of relieved, you know. I was relieved. I was going through uh mine and my uh my my woman's uh my old lady uh my fiance, my wife, my partner, my partner in crime. Um we were going through our senior yearbook and uh you know, we've been together since I, I could since my balls dropped, I ha I didn't have pubes yet. Uh we've been together that long. Anyhow, started to read some of the comments the kids said and uh you know at the end of the year the the classmates they would sign your yearbook and uh, i remember reading a couple and thinking like what the fuck you know like a couple of them said we're gonna miss you you'll be missed like motherfucker i'm gonna see you next year at community college i'm gonna see you next week at our local steakhouse we live next to each other you stupid motherfucker I don't, I never understood signing your books. I never, I never understood it. You know, I guess you could go back and read the, the dumb shit that they said. As a matter of fact, I, I actually did go through my, my uh, Google drive and I saw some decade old videos, um, that I have created and they're just, they're in there. And, uh, one day I'll put them to good use, but for now they're going to stay in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Looking back, you looking back at it, you, I got the, like, I, I got the sudden urge to cry and, you know, tears start forming in my eyes, but I'm no fucking pussy. You know, every time, every time a tear starts to form in my eye, I run outside, stare at the sun to quickly evaporate any, any remnant of a tear. If it's cloudy, I run, uh, I run back inside, grab my Dyson V11 torque drive vacuum and use a hose part to suck any forming liquid. If my electricity is out, I run and turn my gas stove on and get as close to the flame as possible. Seeing the gas fumes pass my face. If my gas is out, well, then I just go to the drawer grab a spoon, t 
take my fucking eyeballs out, place them, place them in a, uh, place them in a bowl of dry rice and let them sit there for three hours. Come back, pl- uh, take, take them out of the rice, plop them into my eyes and then we're good to go, baby. I think that's it. Oh no. The last one. I wanted to save this last one for, um, for shits and gigs, you know, we'll uh, go to my history. So I was doing some research yesterday and well, fucking yeah. So I think this is, this happened in Mississippi and uh, this will be the last thing to talk about before getting off of here. Uh, daycare workers charged with child abuse after scaring kids with the scream mask. A video was posted to Facebook of a daycare worker scaring the children as they scream and cry. I'll read the article real quick. Four people linked to a viral video footage of Mississippi daycare employees using a scary mask to frighten young children are facing charges of felony child abuse and a fifth person faces two misdemeanor counts, authorities say. The uh, the the daycare owner, I'm not going to say the name because, you know, I don't want to get sued, is not facing charges. Uh, good for her. Um, it'd be like saying that I would, I would get sued or I would face a, some legal charge due to what happened on the Drowning Fish podcast, even though I have a uh, multiple identity disorder. I, I could be another guy another time or right now I'm being Eric, you know, I'm being the mature person that I am. Uh, anyhow, uh, it was filmed in September and another this month and they were posted to social media. I'm not sure by who, uh, I don't know why they thought it was a great idea, but, uh, daycare, the, the name of it is Lil blessings, child care and learning center. Uh, that should tell you everything you need to know. Uh, Lil Blessings, like it's some kind of fucking rapper. And uh, yeah, they were basically scaring the children who didn't clean up or act good. Uh, children can be seen bawling, covering in fear, cowering in fear, uh, and often at times running from the mask employee. Um yeah, I don't I honestly don't think this is a bad idea, you know. I think kids need to be punished for what they do. And even if they're 2, 3, 4 years old, they should be uh reprimanded. The I think the children should be the ones uh taken to jail. They should be the ones scrubbing the toilets in the jails. They should be like, "Hey man, if you don't straighten up, you're going to be we're going to take care of you and it's not going to be good." Um yeah, I don't think it's that big of a deal. That's just me. Uh, I mean, when I was in, when I was in like preschool, when I was a kid, it wasn't even called preschool. It's called Head Start. I would, uh, every day for lunch, you know, we didn't have those plastic or metal trays. We had what, uh, we had styrofoam trays and anytime we had like a soup or we had like oranges, mandarins, you know, and it had liquid at the bottom. What I would do is I would eat about half of my food and then I would, uh, poke a hole through the bottom of my tray and let all the food, food disperse into the table. And then I would be like, Oh no, my tray broke. 
And then they'd be like, oh no, we'll go get you a new, we'll get you a new trait. This, this is how much of a hustler I was, you know, when I was like three or four, you know, I was a real fucking hustler, bro. I was out here getting food. I had to eat anyhow. Yeah, man, I would, I would poke a hole in the bottom of my tray and then give me a new one. And I was, I was playing the cycle. I'm a capitalistic sick fuck, you know, I wanted more food and I wasn't going to do, I was going to do everything it took to get more food. They would give me a new tray with food on it. And I wouldn't, I remember this one time I really pushed it, you know, the second tray, I, I ate half my food again and I tried to, I tried to tear it up. And then they finally caught on. They were like, you know, I think you're doing this on purpose. And I was like, no, like I might just get like a bad tray. And they're like, there's no way you got a bad tray two times in a row. Like all these kids are eating their food and you're out here being a fat fuck. And I remember that's what they said. They said, you're a fat fucking bean Mexican and you'll never amount to anything. And I said, you know what? You might be right, but uh, you fell for it the first time, lady. And I remember I used to watch uh I used to watch Ed, Ed and Eddie back in the day too when I was a kid and, and they would always say what the like trying to just saying like what the like that and they would be and the teachers would stop and be like, What the what? Like what are you what are you what are you saying? And I'm like, I don't know. I just got it off of you know how teachers are, they try to poke you and push you and try to push you over the limit. You know, these kids they deserve to get they deserve to get uh everything that they get. They deserve to get fucking punished. And I'm not, I'm not sitting here and saying that it's, uh, it's wrong. It's, it's absolutely right. I would do the same thing. If I was them, I would be doing the exact same thing. I'd be, I'd be worse. I'd, I'd have a fucking chainsaw on a gas powered chainsaw. It would be on. Obviously I would take the, the chain off. I'm not a fucking killer, but I would do the same thing. We're going to leave it at that guys. You know, you guys let me know what you think. Um, if you don't, I don't give a shit. Uh, but if for sure, if you don't share this podcast, we're going to die. Uh, we need to do a little bit of growth here. And, uh, this was honestly not, uh, not a very long podcast, not a very good one, but I had to get it out. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to the Halloween uh, episode and uh, thank you so much for everything you do and thank you so much for listening and um, <clears throat> again I there's a rotting six year old in my trunk right now so I had to go take care of that uh, everybody have a good day and uh, for those new ones that are listening uh, everything is satire and uh, have a lawyer on standby if you want to take those that course I'm ready to go when you are peace